couple of fans tuning in to hear the uh, spickle spackle that I got to say. Uh, humbling, humbling. We've come a long way since season one, boys and girls, and this is the first uh, solo podcast, uh, mainly because I got the goddamn Rona, and now I'm, I'm relegated to doing it by myself just till I'm not contagious anymore, but, but screw it. Um, some of the changes from season one to season two. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I know you've all been waiting with bated breath. When is he going to come back with the tap? Well, here it is. Here it is. Better late than never, I suppose. Um, outtakes would take me hours in the first season. I would just go off and say something silly or stutter or try to make it as perfect as possible, and I would find that the authenticity, the genuine nature of it is just less and less because I'm, like, repeating things. This would go on, I'm, I am Just sitting, like, damn it, going, turning off my camera, turning it back up, well, the camera, Re-recording on on GarageBand, it is just, I mean, worth the effort for sure, worth the pursuit of perfection, but when I'm seeing other Instagram channels or other influencers, it's people essentially just being them. It's not to say that if you screw up, you can't take a, have a different second take or whatever, but for the most part in these little ramblings, I want every episode to have like theme, story, what have you. Uh, I just want to be, be me. I, I do want to be as perfect as possible, but we'll never get there. It's trial and error. Namesake. So we're going to get silly with it. I'm just going to try to flow, be me. I ramble. I digress. I guess that's just what humans do. Look at me speaking to this iPhone 11. Oh, the last phone I'm ever going to get. I f it's looking sleek and sexy. I'm aroused when I look at this phone. Damn it. Oh, look at me. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Uh, solid phone, upgraded tech. Um, the hiatus for the longest time. Boy, howdy. And I guess uh, this would be a good segue into talking about what the theme of this episode is, which is now officially 2022, which means we went through 2021. And boy, howdy, do I got a My little notebook here. I just had some like key points and whatnot, and I just want to really highlighting the fact that we could just focus on the goddamn negatives. We can focus on the negatives till the cows come home and it will consume us and we'll live and die negative. Or we can try to say, all right, this was a Silver linings, damn it. Everybody focuses on negative, myself included. So I'm going to address the negative from my, obviously, I can only speak from my perspective, my point of view, and uh, I, I went through what I got out of it, what all the bullshit, positive nuggets I was uh, able to pull out of this uh, piece of shit. Yeah, cheers to that coffee, by the way. Ooh wee! So. uh... What was I rambling on before I digressed into the point of the show? Ah, yes, the reasoning for the hiatus. Uh, was watching the dogs at my parents' place down the dirt road, thinking nothing of my spot, which I'm in right now, the new lunchbox. Here we go. Tap. Uh, I'm down there watching the dogs, and the next morning I show up, nothing seems out of the ordinary, and then I'm about to leave to work, 
and uh, I go to get my red duffel bag that has my what, formerly known. I'm sure she's still out there somewhere. The porn star, my first audio um, audio piece of equipment. The where you put all the XLR cables, where you get the audio from this cable, goes into the audio device, pumps it into the computer. It's fascinating stuff. Uh, took that, and the duffel bag also had two microphone stands, and then a Viking Snuggie that I wrapped around the audio device to keep it safe. All that was taken, the duffel bag, and just that, out of my house, some piece of shit. They lifted an unlocked window, climbed in, took it, and then they took this dope little guest book that I had with a leather like covering, you just write your name in it, something I found thriftily. And uh, damn it, took both those things. I noticed one thing that, that stood out, the one thing. I uh, got home and I have this old typewriter in like the front room, which is kind of a decorative piece. And the front of it, the casing, was knocked over. Like, there's no way. It's it's too level on the table that it's on to just fall over by itself. The surface area supports it. It got knocked over. Somebody took just that. Why not take my PlayStation? Why not go rummaging through the rest of the house? Clearly, I'm not there. Uh, got got. I got got. The majority of people I've talked to are saying that it was somebody that I know, which sucks ass because I feel very proud of the company that I keep and can because I only really want to keep company with friends and it would just kill me to find out who did it and if it was one of my friends and I, that's why it's so unbelievable because like I was saying I pride myself in the character of the company I keep I could speak of anybody that comes to mind right now I could go to bat for him like this, this is a personal character certainly nobody that uh, would um, come down and steal it so it's not to say that some rando didn't just come off the street and just swoop it all varied happenstantially I don't even know the word if that's a word but I'd rather believe that than start getting paranoid and thinking less of my friends or any anybody that I keep a close circle with just thinking they're capable of it would totally suck and that is just one example but I think there's a lot of other examples that resonate with people everybody has their own instance where there's mistrust and I think what I experienced is one of many stories maybe not as dramatic but of second guessing or like second guessing a friend or, or looking at them a different way or just anybody say you find out they're vaccinated or unvaccinated or they believe this political have this political affiliation the what have you just the the self-poisoning the self-poisoning of it all just ewe so I'd, it, it sucks and it's easy to get riled up i was pretty pretty heated just feeling like violated and just like really somebody's in my house so did a couple things uh put a lock on the door on the inside i don't give a f hanging around and i keep it with me i keep i'm not gonna tell you where i keep it in case the thief is listening of course they're a fan of the tap you sick f dramatic maybe maybe not i went out and got my first gun Got it, went through the paperwork, took the test, passed the test, and um, just because one day I will have a family in this house and the thought of some vagabond off the street coming in and me being defenseless, I, oh, that would suck. And we are in fact 2022 now, and because of said past year that I am supposed to be talking about, uh, anything's possible. People are out of their fucking minds, and... Uh, it sucks. I, I, I'm hoping 
Best case scenario, I only take my gun out to clean it and to practice. Never, ever, 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 ever have to brandish it, put it on social media, anything like that. It is there for a purpose and it's not to be around with or playing around with. It's a learning route and for defensive purposes only. God bless it. Um, so yeah, feel a little bit safer that way. Uh, so right things, but I did have a, a have things in chronological order. Damn it. So uh, lest I ramble now, I do have something of a lifeline. This year in review, and I put on top. Uh, through calamity comes clarity. That was like my kind of thought at the end of all, like writing all this down and. It's clarity if you choose for it to be there. It's there. It's fucking there. Or you can just get wrapped up in all this shit and let this hate and calamity distort your view on the world. I mean, it's there. It's definitely in the periphery at all times, no matter how clear of a head you have. But the clarity definitely helps when you pull it out. That's gratitudes, I suppose, which I've heard are supposed to be good when you address them. Speak them out loud. So I guess I'm just trying to... S Buddha's D and just motorboat those big golden boobies of his. Here we go. So end it. <laughs> I'll get to that later. So beginning of the year. Let's see. Upsetting. Super volatile. Oh my god. 2020. Let's talk about that year. No, we're not talking about that year. There was an election. I remember being super volatile, emotionally just distraught of just the state of the world. How disgusting people were from that uh, election. Just from the candidates to the people just ripping each other's heads off, top to bottom, thumbs down, America. Thumbs down on your democratic process and just how you look doing Shame. For shame. shame. Just disgusting. Shame. And I, I just stuck my head in the f***ing dirt and... You know, of course, but I still have my phone in the dirt with me because I'm going to be in the dirt like this, checking social media and all the bullshit going on. Uh, Instagram and Facebook. Not a good primary source of information. Something uh, I found out. Good lord. No. You can find that out too. Just think about it. When you're discussing something and somebody asks you what you're talking about, tries to, you know, your annotated bibliography. If you say I saw it off of Instagram, you sound like, sound like a real jackass or Facebook or just whatever. <laughs> Anyways, just check your sources, check your facts. And I'm speaking from experience of someone who's been in that pigeonhole. I've been that jackass where I'll, I'll realize I'm trying to backtrack and make it sound that my source is something nicer than what it is. Some stupid f***ing meme I saw on a story on Instagram and I'll kind of mention it. And you know, Sometimes you speak out of your ass. All the time you speak out of your ass. Somebody calls you out and you f***. So just, mm, you know, there's got to be an internal bullshit meter that's going off in everybody i there it's, it's got to be there to know like when you sit down and really ask yourself is this source credible is this legit or does it just say what i want it to say <laughs> just uh anyways anyways moving on so yeah that that was just social media for sure i was seeing what a true beast it is and how it manipulates people and how it perpetuates hate in such a vast and disastrous way um, I had a job. I was pretty happy in it doing social media in Vacaville, uh, but yet discontent. Wholeheartedly discontent with society and the downward spot. Just gross. Uh, emotionally draining, I have a note here. Very emotionally draining. When you let it, when you just get down, stuck in the mud, talking about bullshit, interacting with it all day, checking the memes, checking your phone every five seconds, your friends bombarding you, people talking about it. There's no getting away from it. And it's 
that's so interweaved with COVID and politics, it, politics it's all one big glob cluster f conversation. It's, it could just morph and, and, and fill the void and gaps of, of what people want to talk about or feel like they have to talk about. It's just, it, it's all consuming if you let it and if you're not talking about oh you're not taking life seriously I'm rambling on about others my perception of what others are probably thinking of the whole situation uh, mm, I got caught up in it something fierce not gonna lie I tried to keep things as neutral as possible always, I always wanted to keep things neutral when talking to anybody of any side of political affiliation um but just getting so angry and caught up in it. And when it was done, I was like, fuck this. Elections, all that politics. I'm just so just over it. It and its hold on people's values and how they see and value one another based solely on political affiliations. That really hurt. That really sucked. And I'd just be willing to believe that if two random people, say a purple-haired girl from San Francisco and some... Wheat out of the mouth, hick from Georgia. Sit down and just have a conversation. Don't talk talk about politics one iota. People get along over objective or whatever, whether basic things, sports, art, music. But they both like Def, Lef, Def Leppard. But they both like Lindsey Sterling. Country Boy's just about it. You know, he he, he aspires on the fiddle. But. <coughs> People get along, and then politics or religion get spilled, sprinkled in everything. Politics or religion, you are the turn in the punch bowl of an otherwise great social interaction that two people could have. And it depends on the people, too. What if it does bring get brought up into the conversation, but they can handle it because they can have a conversation, except the fact that other people have different points of views and values and morals. <coughs> it's okay not to hate each other public service announcement right there but back to the action oh man the whole politics of it all but people can get along it's just you gotta be willing to and not everybody's willing to that's a fact because you're too goddamn prideful uh fires man what a pain in the ass those fucking fires oh what goodness comes out of the politics <laughs> silver lining for that before I move on to the fires just knowing what you don't want. Wow. I guess I can speak for myself. It's seeing what I don't want to see and people and the news and a government and the world at large. Uh, because news and social media, that's all we really get. All these outside sources. And so I've really resided in trying to focus wholeheartedly on those around me, my family, my town. Winters feels somewhat removed from the the bullshit going on in the world all the, the ruckus you get some you know we live in the, this country but people are just down to earth i don't feel judged walking in town people wear masks what have you but you know, i'll get in the mask later but people are just relaxed they're calm and i want to maintain that as good as possible and just try to be a good as good person as possible as possible block out the rest of the world and just focus on Mine, my own, my tribe, my town, writing, all that shit. Not the extended universe, for whatever that is. I guess this is my lifeline out there. Anybody listen to the tap? Anybody listen to this right now? Winners of the gym. Winners is a goddamn gym. I'm trying to reach out and 
potatoes. Get heads to cool off oh, enough boy, for people to have um, So yeah, it's all what I don't want. I mean, there were some good parts, like learning opportunities in last year politically and whatnot. But yeah, exactly what you don't want to see. Guess that's it. And trying. Oh man, life, that life is on hard mode. It was an opportunity to try to empathize with people, and I'd say for. According to social media and the media at large, uh, we failed miserably at that, the compassion and empathy. But I think there's a lot more going on for people that are having conversations that aren't recorded or at a bar. People are having conversations, I bet. I bet they're out there uh, with cool heads, buying one another drinks and accepting the fact that they have different uh, ideologies. And they cheers to that. And I think differences are what keep, that's what keeps everybody in check. The checks and balances, different points of view. It's a great thing. Don't hate each other for it. Fires. Oh my god. Scorch the f sky. Thank God for Dylan A. Here's a teaser. He's about to be on the tap coming up. Dylan A, the hotshot and a special guest who fire, fights fires with him. Uh boy, what a tease. I'm I'm all excited about that tease. God damn it. Shout out to uh Cal Fire, shout out to Hotshot, shout out to every local fire department, Winners Fire Department, all you guys from out of state. Firefighters in general, you're just sucking in air, going hard, and nobody, I can't say that nobody gives a shit, but golly, I, as bad as those fires were for me, I could not imagine fighting that shit. Stand up for three days straight at a time, get a 20 minute power nap, you're back out there, you have to shit your pants because the fire's too close, you're breathing in all the smoke. Um, small anecdote. Austin Calvi and I were hiking the Blue Ridge Trail and we stopped about halfway up just huffing and puffing on a beautiful fucking day and I'm just sitting there like man Dylan A be going up hills more vertical than this with about a hundred pounds of equipment on his back no oxygen mask with just thick hot smoke and ash and a bunch of other nasty little particles going straight into his lungs, through his nose, penetrating his fucking soul. These guys are out there, these guys and gals, everything in between, they're busting their fucking asses every single day. And uh, they need all the love and support they can get, donations or what have you. Hopefully more money gets tossed into deforesting and whatnot. Uh, as if these disasters, we lost a town for Christ's sake, like Paradise, we've lost Middletown, to name a few. When is the wake-up call going to happen? I mean, you can't stop nature, but you can at least deforest and have mitigative uh, actions being taken. I don't know if mitigative is one. Just try to soften the blow when it does come. You can't stop it, but, like, we could, do be, we could definitely be doing them better than what we're doing. But God bless the firemen getting the job done. The sky was scorched for so much of the summer. Went up... I wouldn't say it ruined a uh, Tahoe trip uh, up there with the fam, but certainly didn't help anything because part of getting my uh, jollies off in Tahoe is just seeing seeing the, the beauty, seeing the mountains, the sky, the water, smelling that air, breathing it in, letting the, that, that fresh pine needle air just replenish my soul, and I didn't get that. It really sucked. Uh, it was gross. Able to go out jet skiing, which was dope, but it was just bleak. Not good for the morale, the pandemic flying around, people hate each other. It was just very indicative uh, of the world around us. You know, so above as it is below. Just look at it all. 
think nature's just kind of showing us like what what our deal is just because all this energy all this negative energy going out mother nature's feeling it she's sensing it the earth knows the universe knows all this hate and anger spewing out so it's gonna have some adverse effects sorry if that sounds all hippy dippy sorry for being right ha <laughs> anyways so uh oh, i'm getting all emotional you guys here mm, what was i talking about before i just went crazy there sorry for being right negative energy Mother Nature, fires. Oh, the fires. Made kayaking tough. Running, I wanted to run. It's through the fires. It definitely, I didn't need that harsh of a lesson or a reminder, only speaking for myself, to truly appreciate the sky. To truly just look at the blue, see the clouds, and just enjoy it. To see the sun. And not having that was a real big bummer because I'd go out to lunch every single day at Andrews Park across the street at uh, in Vacaville and it was super tough like just depressing as all hell not being able to see this guy because life at least for me as someone who enjoys the outdoors it's not complete unless there's the sky this it's it's part of living the, the beauty of it and that's why I would never go to fucking LA Beijing, just places you can't get that. Humans need to see blue skies, some clouds raining on them. Any like just nature. It's part of nature, and we need it there. Did not need the wildfires to block that shit out for a while. But anyways, moving forward, uh, went to Austin. Got out of the fucking fire. Went to Austin for uh, my buddy's bachelor party. It was dope. We had Terry Blacks. Shout out Terry Blacks. Shout out Terry Blacks. What? What? <laughs> Delicious, divine. Stuffed my fat face. We drank mightily, heavily. And uh, that, I went to San Antonio before that for a wedding. A lot of wildflowers in the springtime. Fucking dope. San Antonio was just beautiful. The wedding itself, just uh, a monsoon came through. Just almost ruined everything. But we persevered. The rain let up just a little bit. Was able to drink and whatnot. It's just so much wildlife out there. Texas is beautiful. Oh my god, rolling hills and just in the springtime is perfect. Just seeing all the wildflowers and whatnot. Uh, returned a couple months later in Austin, enjoying ourselves, and I get a fucking call. Silence, computer. You filthy animal. Anyways, I get a call like the day before we're leaving. Maybe a day or two, and uh, a close family friend passed away. This is in June. It's like, fuck. It It was seen yet unforeseen. You know, I'll, I'll vary the details. It, it just came as because it sucked because we thought our friend was getting better. And he's an older man, and uh, he passed away. Really sucked. Again, I, a guy I've known since I was a, a pipsqueak. A pipsqueak. And, um,. I remember just kind of being alone over there in uh, Austin, just in a room, and I, I got a good cry, and I didn't think I'd be bawling that much, but I fucking, I, I, I gifted myself those fucking tears. I was, I was, I was losing it. Uh, God. So I took about half hour, 45 minutes just to chill, be myself, went back, sucked it up, went with the boys, like talked to my buddy, let him know what was up, and well, we had beers, and we are good, just kept going. Uh... Following up on that, man, went to a that was I went to a military funeral for for that one for Ross, and that was awesome. Seeing the honor guard do like 
play the taps and to have their flawless motions when they're unfolding and presenting the flag, folding it up just like robots, perfection. They're better than robots because they're humans and they're perfect. It's phenomenal watching these guys do what they do because there's so much dignity and honor and respect in the entire process. So it's military, tip of the cap for that amazing uh, uh, show in, uh, of honor. So... So that, that sucked. Came back home and I would say maybe two weeks, two, three weeks. Uh, my dog, Sammy, is just having a real tough time. She's probably, I would say, a 13, 14-year-old lab. And I think she, like, hurt herself. Like, she did the splits or something, like, lost her balance one day. And we think she, like, tore something, like, in her back right leg. Oh, it was just getting bad and then my mom was saying it was getting worse and then soon enough it's like we gotta call the vet cause Sammy's in constant pain like they're having a drugger just so she's not in some pain but she every waking moment was agony hopping down on, on three legs just something tore something bad happened and uh, we were hoping to get better just didn't and made the call and it was god I'll do a separate episode on this I don't want to dampen it too bad but what an experience that like that last day that last week was just so long the last night with her just the, that was an adventure I made it something to remember and I'll give that its own separate episode I'm getting choked on it right now because that was a very close and personal thing that happened with uh, my dog and I but her passing away we had to put her down just I'm still hurting I'm fucked up over it dude I luckily we, we buried her next to the dirt road I say what's up to her every single time I pass. It's tough. She's right next to Reggie. Fucking Sam, dude. Had that dog for over 10 years. And just what... Uh, just shows me what fight is. Her and Reggie passed away this year, too. Or... No, no. He, he was a couple years ago. Uh, just seeing how much fight she had. How much fight dogs have. And it's like you think you, you've given it all. You got fucking more to give, goddammit, until someone has to put you down. Keep going till someone else tells you don't go anymore. Then keep going. That's that, that drive, that fight, and it really resonated with me. And then uh, that very same day, I'm supposed to go to Reno for my cousin Travis's bachelor party. I was like, man, I, I, may, I might just go by myself. It's all smoky out. Or it was clear in winters, but we're going to go to Reno. And Reno was... Just, I'm not sure how dark the, the meter it, it's it was all the way it's close to what um, firefighters breathe in because we thought it was bad it was like purple tear or whatever for toxicity imagine being a goddamn fireman you're right there you are getting it you're getting it heat and all baby facial um, I decide fuck it uh, I'm gonna go I, mean, I went with my buddy AJ we he, like, told him it was up. He's like, bro, like, I got you. I, I just figured going out and hanging out with some friends. It was a joint one was with all the groomsmen and the bridesmaids. We were going to, like, party together that first night, just chill, like, an old-school college party. It was so much fun, and I'm glad I went because it helped get my mind off of Sammy. It was a devastating, just falling as bad as you think losing a dog for over, had for over 10 years could be. Imagine that. Yeah, it's as bad as you think it is. As bad, at worse. It sucks. Oh, my God. But friends and, and keeping your mind occupied, that definitely helped. Um, no, just kind of memorializing her a little bit. In the sh here's a 
teaser for a short story I'm writing right now. Uh, Sammy's in it for goddamn sure. She's a <gasps> hero, indeed. Oh, that black lab. So losing Sammy is tough. Definitely a key moment. So yeah, this is within a month of Ross passing away. Sammy passes away, and then by that time, oh, job security. I'm a little uh, God, Michael J. Fox shaky about it. Sorry, Michael J. That was that was that was terrible. I'm sorry. I love you. Um, I'll vary the details. I'm trying to wear a lot of blame, as Jocko would say, take extreme ownership. But goddamn, I'd say certain forces that be, certain people involved, business tactics. Oh, I'm going to vary the details. I could go on a long, long, long rant. And that wouldn't get me anywhere. I'd just be more salty and just be spewing more negativity. But uh, the job ended up just getting business run into the fucking ground. Just just kaboom blew up my face luckily i was able to rebound and work full-time for the winners express and the davis enterprise two part-times combined to full-time i got my 40 hours got my work that i'm passionate about so i guess that is a silver lining too for that one uh yeah talk fires losing the job that was god pain in the yeah i was so angry because i loved that job i really did and it got spoiled and sullied and uh, I'm blessed to have the gig that I have right now, which is fucking awesome. And um, just learning of how not to run a business. Learn that and just professionalism, how much that means to me, uh, work ethic. Uh, there, <laughs> I know I'm speaking all cryptically, but oh well, this is all for me. Anyways, <laughs> uh, but yeah, learn from that. Moving forward, yeah, writing paper. I'm a paper boy. I'm a paper boy. Writing is nice. I write so fucking much. It's ridiculous. Uh, but I love it. Grat talk about gratitude. My fucking digits, my hands, my fingers. Just being able to do the things I do. But I'll get into gratitudes later. Uh, so yeah, same as tough job, working from home. I mean, oh yeah, like the the time autonomy is so fucking perfect. I can wake up when I want to early. Then the 5 a.m. hour, boys and girls. Do it. It'll change your fucking life having more time. Unless you're a night owl, adjust accordingly. If you're more productive and creative at night, hell, how about it then? Anyways. Um, waking up when I want to, exercise when I can, working. Sometimes I'll work on the weekend a little bit. It just works out that way. Right for the paper, guys. It is... The bee's knees. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Writing a bunch of short stories. Yeah, this this year, taking a break from writing the uh, main novel, like the one, the I don't want to say it's Magnum Opus, but it's the one that kind of started this whole writing love affair of mine. Going to get back into that 2022 because I've just been mewling, stewing on it, thinking of different ways to tell the story, and I'm uh, ready to give it another shot. In the meantime... I've been writing a lot of short stories, which has been super fulfilling. Uh, some are better than others, for sure. Um, definitely get it. You get better as a writer every day. But some of the stories, I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, when they felt inspired, I got it done, and it felt like uh, I had something inside of me that I had to get out, and I got it out, and that is a very satisfying feeling. When it's done to my liking, there's some that just fall short. You're like, eh, 
Swing and a miss, eh? But the one I'm writing right now, I'm juiced about. Um, and just going back to writing one story. It was a little tough because you get all these ideas while you're writing this one story, the big one. You get all these ideas for little short stories. Like, ah, if I can get out of here because I got to focus on this, this big one. Because, like, my fear is if I, like, deviate from it, am I going to go back or am I just going to get sucked into writing short stories like I have been for the past year? So, we'll see. We'll come back at it. I've written one of these fuckers before. I'm going to do it again in a better way, damn it. Get ready, world. Um, yeah, writing a bunch. Podcasting, yeah, all that shit got stolen throughout the year. That was, I mean, we're back now, though. Got my stuff back. Was able to finish off the year. With some rather oh, anyways, lost my job. Back to the main story, yeah. And then uh, after that, someone near and dear to me uh, was suffering from pretty severe uh, mental issues, and that's really hard to bear. It. Uh, so yeah, all that within a couple months. 2021 was a motherfucker. <laughs> Just people, loved ones dying, all that. Yeah, fucking oh, okay. 2021. But you get through it, and that's probably the biggest finale. Oh, Thanksgiving was, was good, and then, you know, it's like, it's tough with the holidays when uh, there's mental issues and whatnot, but going to Christmas, <laughs> went to Christmas Eve get-together, someone bio-nuked the whole fucking family, and I've been dip-diving, dodging COVID for ever since it started, and it finally got me, pow, right in the kisser, right in my fucking crawl. I, I felt great. Rest of Christmas Day, like Saturday, felt great Sunday, ran 10 miles that Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, I'm like, something's going on. I'm just going to keep sucking down coffee. It's going to be great. Uh, no energy came back. In fact, it got worse, and I just fell apart on Wednesday and just got laid out. And still, I would say I'm laid out about 80, I'll give myself 88%. Just getting randomly fatigued, uh, sniffles, uh, coughing shit up, still doing that. Uh, no fever, luckily. Very not. I mean, say no headaches, no loss of flavor, anything like that. A very mild case of the Rona, the vid, um, as far as things go. But yeah, just tired, sleeping more, and uh, probably the reason I'm drinking a little bit of kafifi. Oh, the Rona! What a way to end 2021. A good old heaping pile of Corona up my ass. Uh, what did this year? Man, what did I get away? What did I what did I get from it? Just grateful again for my health because I'm never sick. I'm never fucking sick. I'm a bastion of health. I worked at a landfill damn near my entire life. All the bad nasties over there, the poisons floating through the air. I breathe it in. The, the body's like, let's go. Like it's a Russian army of immunity that I have flowing throughout my veins, my body, my vessel. And they're wild sons of bitches. And this was a tough fight, but. They prevail every fucking time. I'm about those boys. The immunity. They're about that life. They're about it. They invite the disease. They invite it, and uh, finally they were challenged this time around. I haven't been sick like this in a while. But uh, it was humbling and good uh, good reality check that I am indeed human, but it's, ooh, lit a fire in my ass. I want to do more podcast stuff. I want to do more, make more content. I have a bunch of different advertising ideas to promote the podcast, traditional, social, what have yous. Uh, I want to work out more. I want to run another goddamn marathon. I want to write this fucking book, wake up earlier, and 
try to maintain all this, but making it feel balanced, not rushed or, or had to be done. If I don't get to something, it's not the end of the world. But I want to be also more organized. A little more organization that I do have, writing for the paper. I have a nice little board of articles that are due, and I move little sticky notes around. Oh, I'm so happy about it. Uh, I just want to be better overall, and I think that's good to admit because I feel like I haven't been good mentally, not in like crazy way, but just uh, letting little shit get to me, getting easily angry. Everything that I was preaching about in the beginning of the podcast of not letting bullshit or politics, COVID get to you. And like, it seeps in, God bless it. I'm a, I'm a leaky roof, water, like it's gonna spill through. Yeah, it's gonna drip. It's keep dripping on me like Chinese fucking torture. Uh, it, I just don't wanna be as angry about shit. And I can see it like on the road a little bit. <laughs> I won't do anything crazy, but just the cursing, the muttering, the petty little actions. What can I say? Like somebody's riding your ass and on 505, there's a semi on your right side. You just go the same speed. <laughs> yes. Who hasn't done that? If that's not the greatest feeling in the world, lordy. Anyways, um, health, being able to get through a tough year like this. Maybe it's priming us for tougher years to come. We all got through it. That's one thing that can't be taken away from us. Some better than others. Um, and I just want to keep getting better because I know I'm not where I want to be. Um, just in all aspects of life, career, health, body, like just mind, spirit, like all of it. Like, and I think that's a good thing. Why not to have a finish line you'll never get to. I think hopefully next year I won't be as discontent, but knowing that I made progress from where I'm at now, level 31, and, uh, I want to up my stats, up my, my, my character stats. If my health is like this, I want that health bar to go a little bit further oh my compassion bar to be fucking in the green right now i'd say god it's like in the orange or some shit not good who would want to play this character with very low compassion uh i told myself that i feel like i'm a compassionate person very uh, empathetic at least that's why i can't kill little animals or, or bugs or anything like that I'm like fuck this is a living thing i couldn't possibly kill this ant. i couldn't possibly unless they piss me off and then just Ah, me and my opposable, excuse me, my opposable thumbs and eye will destroy. Uh, be water. Yeah, that's <laughs> very routine oriented. I want to be more like water, as Bruce Lee would say, which for me, I need to work on uh, establishing a routine. I love a routine, but when things change, which they always inevitably do, it's life to change with it, mold to it. Whatever the situation is, be water, go with this goddamn flow, mold of the situation, and pass through. Keep going. Thank you, Bruce Lee. Um, and thank you, 2021, for the challenge. I appreciate that. More years to come as if we, we all personify the year. We blame the year for all of our woes when we need to look in the fucking mirror. That's where our problems exist. <sighs> I don't like getting political. I don't like choosing sides. And I'm not going to choose sides. And it's like I ranted about this. Journaling too. Journaling helps. I don't do that nearly enough. But I did this audio journaling one time on my new phone. And I was just outside smoking a doob, looking at my Christmas lights in the just blistering cold in, you know, Northern California. And I just started rambling to myself and I was speaking from the heart and it felt really good. If I wasn't going to write 
down a journal and if I'm gonna ramble which is apparently what I'm doing right now um, it's it felt good getting things off my chest in a way that writing does sometimes you surprise yourself by what you say or write down in terms of a catharsis or, or oh, what's the word that Mr. Smee uses uh, an epiphany oh that's a little too intense but when things come to mind when you have certain realizations it's good to write it down or to to materialize it uh, either written or vocal in waves um god I've been I digress so far the original fuck point speaking into yeah the, the rambling audio journaling I just went on about how upset COVID's made me how upset politics has made me which I talked about before just how polarizing it all is and Oh, the left is this self-righteous radical group against the self-righteous right-wing Nazis. It pick your storyline of hatred, and I, that's why I try to stay as in the middle as possible politically to see things one way, see things another way, and decide what I feel like is best in my heart. And it to say we've gotten to the point where if somebody is vaccinated or unvaccinated that you know everything about them that you're this clearly this illiterate scumbag that um, wants to see mankind burn for your own freedom and the, the flip side it's like oh you have this complying sheep that's going to get vaccinated with whatever the government says they they need to take you know let, let big brother take care of you it's like I said, choose your storyline, choose your, your narrative, but um, from my point of view, an unvaccinated person, that it's like the world at large once you get vaccinated. The, the mainstream media, social media, the news, the president, the powers that be, quote unquote, uh, want us to get vaccinated. And we've gotten to a point, I think, where, I don't want to say the line is drawn, but the people that aren't going to get vaccinated aren't going to get it vaccinated. And no amount of ridicule is going to make them real oh okay oh i'm an idiot okay sorry i didn't realize it. let me shoot me up johnny when you ridicule someone into doing something and chastise them and make them feel like shit guilt them into doing something that rarely yields positive results it only sows mistrust and discourse it's just it just sucks that you get it from both sides for sure and I'm going to try to speak as objective as objectively as possible. It sucks that both sides are just so at each other's throats because it's not so much about being right or wrong. It's just feeling that you're so right. And the other person, th if they think differently from you, not only do you need them to need to prove them wrong, you need to yell at them. You need to crush them and they need to suffer because they're wrong. They are so wrong. And I think an added layer to all the emotional mania is the fact that it's life and death. For me, it's just tough seeing the effort put in, the, the mitigation, and just seeing how the carpet's been ripped out from under society's feet. Where someone who endured it, a relatively, dare I say, in a, a minor case of COVID, all things considered, I'm still alive. Um, is it worth killing society? Yeah. <laughs> How dramatic was that? Is it worth the change? Is it worth where we're at now? The lengths taken. Uh, I don't have the right answer for you. 
but it also, you know, I, I heed George Orwell's uh, teachings, which also feeds into my not wanting to get vaccinated. Um, it's just people hating each other is just an added layer to everything beyond just the fact that there's a health crisis. Regardless of how it started or not, lab made or not, whatever, it's here. It's here. Um, and mask or not, whatever. But it, is, it just reminds me so much of politics. It's so blended and molded together of one side thinking they're better than thinking they know what's right. We're at the standstill. We're, if you're not going to get vaccinated, you're not going to get it. So there needs to be... The, the way we solve this, the way we solve this, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And I got this from a hardcore Republican, ladies and gentlemen. The way this... And he said this way before the uh, pandemic even happened, talking on the phone. And he said the way that we get through this, because we're going through the same political this and that with Donald Trump and, and old JoJo... He said the way that we solve this, the way we start getting along, the way that we eliminate all this hate and mistrust and just greed, envy, just the most disgusting aspects of human nature that we're just spewing all over each other, we fix it with love. We fix it with fucking love. As silly as that might sound, we are so used to hating, which is the opposite side of the coin. Like, think about how the other side feels. Go back to empathy a little bit. I, I asked myself that when I was audio recording or voice journaling. Like, all right, if I was someone who truly was about getting the vaccine and I got it and I have kids, which I don't, I want to do everything possible to protect my own, to protect my family. Vaccine, all right, let's get it. It it, it increases our chances of living so we can see grandparents or whatever family or go back to living a normal life. That's what that's what this vaccine represents is health, safety for the family, for the loved ones, and a step closer to normalcy. And you got a bunch of jackasses who are just waving their 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 flags and their freedom that refuse to get vaccinated because it infringes on their freedom in, the, in, in a matter of life and death. Like, these guys are getting in the way, and I'm not happy about it. I suppose I can understand if that's the way you feel. I mean, be like, all right, what the hell's the matter with you guys? Like, get with the picture, vaccination. Here it is. It's going to save us. It's going to make, like, get us out of this. Because I guarantee you both sides are not pleased with a pandemic going around and we're and just where the world's at these days nobody's happy that's something we can agree on is nobody's happy with where the world's at and so just how the vaccinated side views the unvaccinated unvaccinated uh you know pick your poison of which reason you won't do it if you've read too many sci-fi books or if you think there's a chip in it jesus i don't believe that but it's just the it's the or else that really bugs me um i have a friend who's SFPD for almost nine years who won't get it. Uh, he got religious exemption. Apparently that was taken away, like no more than a week later. And now he's getting uh, let go after almost after damn near nine years of putting his life on the line for the community. Very upsetting. There's anecdotes abound every which way, so I won't, you know, hit you there. Like, everybody's got a personal story about it. It just sucks to see the way it's all happening and Honestly, for me to have gotten it, like to 
feel trust, which I don't feel in the powers that be. Um, I would need to see a lot. This <laughs> sound very macabre, but I need to see more bodies. I need to see like at least a billion people dead. Wow. Uh, I need to see. Uh, uh, it, it sounds gross and horrifying, but that's that would scare me into getting the vaccine. Like, fuck, this is gnarly. Not to say that millions of people that have already died from it. Like, I'm not trying to minimize that a death i would be seeing it a different too if my mom died or if a grandparent died most likely possibly they're all vaccinated in my life so we'll see but that's not my case i mean it's tough oh what a rabbit hole i've stumbled down here in this year in review because covid was just such a huge part of it uh, definitely causes problems in relationships and friendships and just how people view it and you start judging each other because it is relatively life and death relatively like say abortion you know, it's life and death it's this is some people don't take it seriously at all as someone who got it it is incumbent upon you it is your fucking duty just like if you had the flu or strep throat or mono don't spread it to anybody else don't be a dick this is pre-covid protocol don't spread your your germy germs don't do that. So that's what I've been doing, not spreading my germy germs. Um, there's got to be a middle ground. And when I was thinking about it, like the, the middle ground, it, it's not going to be foolproof 100%, but it's a start where perhaps we get the insurance companies that since we're supposed to have insurance and we pay for it every month, what if they pay for a weekly COVID test? A weekly COVID test, I think, is enough for people who are unvaccinated to show a little bit of goodwill towards the overall well-being of society and as well as those who are vaccinated who are really like adamant about it it's a give and take it's giving a little bit towards the middle it's you create the bridge from either side and together we fucking build that bridge strong we we make it better with maybe other compromises i'm not sure what they'll be but this compromise on both sides those who aren't vaccinated to get tested weekly, those who are vaccinated to, when I say allow it, we're fucking humans, we're all free. Uh, not all of us. Don't, don't, North Korea or China. Anyways, um, human beings are inherently free. Free will, do what you gotta do. But for those who are vaccinated, be like, you know what? That shows me that they're at least willing, they, the unvaccinated, they're willing to put in a put a little skin in the game take however long like half hour out of your day drive to davis or wherever get tested get your results back the next day have that have it before a sporting event some people yes this is encroaching on freedoms oh my like it's it's a compromise it's a compromise for now and while we're compromising we can work on compassion i certainly hope that through that, through weekly tests. That, that's my solution for now. Temporary, it's a, it's a Band-Aid, not, not something that's gonna last us throughout the rest of time, but a, a little, it's a little bit of give and take on both sides. And I'm hoping that, yes, we can agree that, all right, you, you view something differently, all right, that, as do I. Let's. Maybe there's a little compassion and empathy that someone believes in something so hardcore. Like, all right, you got a lot of fervor for how you believe. I have a lot, same amount, maybe more than what I believe in. It's passion. It takes different forms. It likes different things depending on the person. And 
Boy, howdy. Look at me preach. So through this, all this calamity of 2021, let's, let's work on loving each other, including ourselves. Let's work on listening. That's uh, where I like to, that's how you earn the, the, the tap stamp. A little tap stamp is to talk tap, speak from the heart, speak true, but you also listen true. You listen to what others have to say, and I'm going to take my own medicine and do my damnedest to do that, because I know I wait for my turn to talk quite a bit. Uh, sometimes I see myself doing that when I'm talking to somebody else on the show, and just in life, to not get so fired up and so emotional when I'm talking about politics or COVID or what have you. I hope I didn't offend anybody with my views. Maybe I said things incorrectly. I don't know. Not trying to offend, but if I did... Oh, well, will kill you. you're offended. It happens. I've been offended. Oh, it's terrible. I had to move on. Turn the page. That's the takeaway from this episode, damn it. Turn the page, everybody. Turn the page. Whenever you're going through some shit, turn the page. But don't you forget what you read. That's me signing off for this uh, solo episode of The Tap. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. You lose! Good day, sir!